on Harmony. Are you tired of spinning your wheels, running in circles, trying to make progress with your career in entertainment and the arts? Well, this is the podcast that will change your life. Each week, we'll share strategies and techniques you can use to achieve more by working better and more effectively so you can reach your goals faster without having to work harder. Hi, I'm Gordon Firemark, and this is More Better Faster. Welcome back to another episode of the show. Thanks for being here with me. Today, we're going to be talking about harmony. You know, life is like a symphony with ups and downs and surprises, triumphal marches, instruments in sync with each other, but also, you know, that dissonant sound, that dirge, that that sort of keening tone of things sometimes. And so I thought I would talk a little bit today about what harmony is and how to do do your best to achieve a harmonious uh, state in your life. So, you know, musically harmony refers to anything that accompanies the melody. The melody is the series of notes that makes up the main part of the music. And you can think of that as the tune, the recognizable main part of a song. Harmony is the notes or chords that are played along with the melody. Harmony adds a feeling to the melody. For example, you could play a melody with different harmonies and it will sound very different and elicit different emotions in the listener. The word harmony actually comes from a Greek word that means joint agreement concord. Chords, several notes played together, form the basis of many harmonies. In fact, one of the most basic harmonies in music is called the major triad. The major triad is is formed by playing the first, third, and fifth notes of the scale within the octave or not. It has what most people describe as a happy or upbeat sound. Another common harmony is a minor triad. The minor is formed by playing the first, third, and fifth notes of the minor scale. Unlike the major triad, the minor triad has a sort of a sad, depressing, or blue sound, some might say. The same melody could be played with the major triad to sound happy and the minor triad to sound sad. And in both cases, it's the same melody, but the harmony changes the feeling of the music. And so when things sound pleasing to ear, we call those consonant um, melody or sounds and harmonies that are, um, uh, that are dissonant are the ones that don't sound quite so pleasing and create a more agitated feeling in us. The word harmony is often also used generally to refer to things that fit or go well together. For example, peas and carrots in a stew fit together in perfect harmony. Harmony means everything coexists in a cooperative uh, collaborative, complementary way. There's a secret to doing more of what you want and less of what you don't want, which leads to harmony. And while that sounds simple, finding harmony actually takes a lot of willpower and a lot of effort to execute. It requires that you get really, really clear on what you want your life to look like and what you do not want your life to look like. Um, so harmonies can be, you know, interpersonal harmonies. You can also have your internal, your personal harmony. Uh, a lot of people talk about this idea of work-life balance. And I say there isn't a, such a thing as work-life balance. That perceived balance gives the impression that you only live separate from your work and you stop living when you're at work and you stop working when you're in your regular life. And and uh, that just isn't the case. What you're looking for is a harmony where your work and your life and the other aspects of your life all go along together in a way that feels hopefully consonant, that is pleasing to you and others around you. So 
harmony is worth achieving because it it reduces your stress. It's a sense of having less stress when I'm feeling that life is harmonious. Um, harmony is getting along with other people. Doesn't necessarily mean agreeing with everybody all the time. You can have a different point of view, but it's complementary to others. And and um, uh, I guess it could be a dissonant harmony as well, and and not agreement. But at least it sort of goes together in a certain way. So achieving harmony, as I said, is really really challenging, and you have to start with yourself internally and knowing what you want. So you have to define what you want out of life, know where you're going, arm yourself with a plan on how to get there. I talk about that a lot, right? If you don't know where to start, start with the things that are missing in your life. What will give you more purpose and more meaning? Get curious about the things that you can achieve and how much more you can accomplish. Remind yourself that at the end of your life, the most important thing that you can leave behind, the only thing really you can leave behind is your legacy, the... the um, the impressions you made on the people around you, the kinds of people you surrounded yourself, and the the impact that you might have had. So meditation is a great tool to helping achieve harmony because as you get silent and quiet in your mind, I should say, if you get quiet in your life, your mind will give you the cues as to know the things that you want as well as the things that you don't want. And one thing you can do to achieve harmony is eliminate the things that you don't want in your life and seek out the things that you do. Gratitude and appreciation. These are gifts that you can give in return for the things that you receive. And just putting that positive, grateful, appreciative energy out in the world will help you achieve harmony because people will will uh, pick up on it and want to give more and want to uh, you know receive more of that positive energy as well. Another strategy for achieving some harmony in your life is to just let go of expectations. Just release them. Life's too short. It may not always be what you expect or desire in in, in any given moment in life, but we have a real short time on this planet, so use it well. Don't give other people, don't give society the power to determine what you need to do, how you need to live your life, and who you need to be, what you know, the impact that you choose to have. Stay true to yourself and don't sacrifice who you are for anyone. Love people for, for, uh, you know, for who they are, not for what they do, but just for being themselves, the, the, the flawed humans that we all are. Be the master of your fate, the captain of your soul. That's a quote from Ernest, uh, sorry, William Ernest Henley. Uh, and the only way to do great work is to love what you do. So figure out what you love and do it. Keep looking if you haven't found it yet. Don't settle for less. Follow your heart and your intuition. That comes from Steve Jobs' commencement speech at Stanford University. All right. Other other tools for achieving harmony in your life? Compassion and forgiveness. Now, I'm not talking about just forgiving others and having compassion for what others are going through, but one of our one of my most, one of my biggest failings, I guess you could say, is that I lack compassion and forgiveness for myself. I have to remind myself to forgive myself. I have to take the moments and say, okay, I'm beating myself up about this. It's time to stop and forgive myself. I'm going through a lot. I'm dealing with a lot. I have a little compassion. You do it for others, 
You do it for your kids. You do it for your spouse. You do it for your your uh, your coworkers and your family and all those folks. We're often very very hard on ourselves, and so it's important to start at home. Start with our ourselves with forgiveness and compassion. When you can forgive yourself for your flaws, for your failings, for your shortcomings, and your and your mistakes, others will be able to do so as well. Letting go of judgment again of ourselves as well as of others is huge in achieving harmony. When you're not judging everything around you as good or bad or, or right or wrong or, or peculiar or normal, those kinds of judgments, those are the things that create or cause us to experience a disharmony. When we accept what's around us, when we accept who's around us and the way people operate in the world, everybody's different. We can accept that. That's a step toward harmony. And being open to that new and different being a constant learner, never stop learning, start doing some reverse mentoring with new generations. Look at other people as valuable and, and their experiences and as, as positive and, and, uh, and as carrying lessons for us, no matter how old you get, there are lessons you can learn and lessons you can share. Of course, that is tremendous for achieving harmony. Lifelong learning. Absolutely. Curiosity, Ken Robinson says, curiosity is the engine of achievement. Follow your passion. As I said earlier, do work you love and you'll never work a day in your life. You know that quote? Find your purpose and you will find sparkle. Reinvent yourself when needed and you'll need to, you know, and you'll achieve more. You'll, you'll find yourself happier. Sometimes you need to jump out of your comfort zone in order to find new harmony. Do it. Don't be afraid to expand that comfort zone. Sometimes it's incremental. Sometimes you have to leap, right? As Gay Hendricks' book, The Leap, talks about. Uh, Invest in your health. That's another step toward harmony. Don't look for excuses. Don't look at, I don't have the time or I don't have the, the equipment I need or whatever. Make the time. Get the equipment. Find the space where you can do something that's good for yourself. Exercise is an excellent way to boost your mood and get in shape. And when you exercise, you release those endorphins, those chemicals that, that, that affect your mood, right? They interact with the receptors in your brain that reduce your perception of pain. They give you a positive feelings. It, those endorphins operate in your brain similar to the way morphine can. And it gives you a positive, energizing outlook on life. So make it your way of living to to. Get your free legal morphine out of those endorphins. Medicines don't do that. Resting isn't as good for that part of things. Of course, rest is important. That's a part of health as well, right? But everything in moderation, including moderation, is my, my saying. Sometimes you have to splurge and treat yourself nicely. That's okay, too. Forgive yourself afterwards and then get back to getting healthy. Relationships. This is another area. Now you're, you're, you're going outside yourself and you're building your relationships with others. Good relationships keep us happier and healthier. It's not money. It's not achievement. It's not fame or fortune. That's good for our life and our health and our harmony. It's about having strong, beneficial relationships. The big lessons here, social connections are good. Loneliness is a killer. People who are lonely, who report being lonely, have shorter lifespans. Scientifically proven. It's not just the number of friends you have. It's not whether or not you're in a committed relationship, but the quality of your close relationships. That's what matters. This protects 
not just our bodies, but our brains, our minds, our spirit, our mental state, and all of that is part of harmony. So create a harmonious environment for yourself. Find natural harmonies where you can. Get in the outdoors, in nature. Look to music. Look to art to bring harmony into your life. Reduce the mess and clutter that is surrounding you. Now, some people are very comfortable in a, in a messy work environment or a messy home environment. I'm not one of them. <laughs> I like to have order and cleanliness. Now, it's possible to have too much. It's possible to be such a control freak about it that that brings disharmony because the people around you may not be quite so control, so into neatness and tidiness. But trying to reduce the mess and clutter in your life will open room and space for other for you to devote your attention to other things. And when it comes right down to it, the harmonious environment I'm talking about, it's also about the people around you. If you find people are negative and dissonant, you know, all the time with you or whatever, it's okay to eliminate or reduce them from having an impact on your life. Spend less time with the people who seem to have a dark cloud over them all the time. Spend less time with the people who try to make you feel bad. By the way, that's a choice. They can try but it's your choice whether you're going to feel bad or not. Their judgment doesn't have to match up with your judgment of yourself or of anybody else. That forgiveness thing I was talking about, let go of it. Forgive those people for trying to make you feel bad. Just don't. Just choose not to feel bad. Hey, you know, I don't care what you think. I'm happy. I believe in myself. I love me, right? There you go. And seek out more of the folks who are similar to you or have the complementary style. Remember, that major triad, right? First, third, fifth on the major scale. Look for number three and number five with you as number one and surround yourself with those kinds of folks. Assemble a complementary harmonious chord in the, with the people in your life. Another step or, or tool to achieving more harmony in your life is ritual. Maybe it's taking a bath at a certain time or a certain way every day or week. Maybe it's taking that walk in nature or that clean diet. You can make it a ritual. Cooking a healthy meal for yourself can be a very empowering, freeing kind of ritual. Exercise can be ritual. Journaling can be a ritual. Sitting down and meditating. These are all journals. I mean, uh, uh, rituals. Connecting with flow, you know, that, that being in the zone sense that we sometimes refer to as flow, hugely valuable in achieving that that harmony, because when you're in flow, you are in harmony. So finding your spirituality, maybe it's prayer, maybe it's meditation, maybe it's just quiet reflection, or maybe it's playing solitaire, whatever it is that you feel like you're in flow, seek that out, do more of it. Energetic flow also, you know, um, balance that energy, the exercise, the rest, the healthfulness, the, all of that. And uh, that higher power, Whatever your higher power of choice is, whether it's a god, your god, or someone, some other, maybe it's um, you know just general spirit, maybe it's just connecting with a higher frequency of vibration, whatever it is that works for you, use it to connect with flow. Seek it out more. Make it a ritual to sit down and, or stand up or lie down or whatever, to, and, and seek out that higher frequency vibration, that higher power connection to that, tapping into it. Visualize a stream of harmonious vibration going by and you just, you can dip your hand into it anytime you want, right? Abundance. Yeah, that's that, yeah. More of it that you seek, the more you will find. 
and do good deeds without expectation of any kind of quid pro quo or, re- or return, okay? Um, another thing that I, find is, uh, that I find is useful in finding or achieving harmony is to count your blessings. Again, that's being grateful, right? That gratitude. Focus on the positive. Reduce the negative. That what is a, a Jiminy Cricket, wasn't it? Uh, accentuate the positive. Eliminate the negative. That's what we're talking about here. Look for the blessings in your life instead of the problems. We all have blessings. If you are alive, if your heart's beating, if you're taking in breath, if you have food to eat and a place to live, you are better off than many, many, many people on this planet. So think about your blessings every single day. Put some attention on those. It will take attention off. It will reduce your focus on the negative stuff. I promise. And the less attention you give the negative, the less the negative will find you. There is that, that, uh, you know, that sense that when, what you, what you focus on, you get more of focus on the negative. You're going to get more of it. That's that dark cloud person, right? So focus on the positives. The sun's shining, the wind's blowing, there's fresh air to breathe. There's animals. I hear, I hear birds and crickets outside. I'm, I have a, a family that loves me. My dog is is attentive and just loves to be around me. I, my dog is always following me all around the house. We have there are five of us in the house, but if I'm in the room, that dog is near me and paying attention. It's it's beautiful. It's a wonderful sense, and you can count that as a blessing. She loves me. I'm lovable. Proof, <laughs> right? Except though that perfection is something you cannot attain. It's unattainable. Just work on doing your best. Strive for better each day. You know, there's a a theory that, you know, most of us go through our life saying, when I have this, whatever the trapping of success or or the supply of something I need, then I will do the things that will allow me to be what I want to be to achieve my goal. That's backwards. The right approach is to be the person who achieves that goal. Be that person as though you've already achieved it. You will find yourself doing the things that are necessary to achieve and maintain that status of being that person. And then you'll have what you need. Again, it's that attraction, that that sense of what we focus on, we get more of. So be the person. Focus on what it what it what's involved in being that person, and the rest will come to you. It really will. Another step that's important here is to accept that there is disharmony in the world. You know, that dissonant, that minor chord, things are sometimes going to make you feel bad, yucky, sad, angry, whatever. That's part of harmony. Those are, those are part of the notes on the scale, on the, in the chord, right? So find the beauty, look for and find the beauty in that disharmony. It's there. Sometimes that dissonance serves a purpose. It gets our attention. Attention to the things that need to change, things that, and people that need to be let go of, ways that we can open up our minds and spirits, things that we can focus on or reduce our focus on. And as you start to accept the disharmony, find the beauty in that disharmony, recognize the lessons that may come from that disharmony, things will naturally fall into place. Life is a symphony. Life is that, that, uh, long-form construction, composition that will move from different tempos and different energies and different 
you know, we're talking about music vibration. Music is vibration, right? So as we move through different parts of our lives, things will vibrate in different ways. They will sometimes be a major chord, sometimes a minor. Sometimes there will be a sour note. But at the very end, we will have performed a symphony and the universe will stand up and give us a standing ovation. And we should give it to ourselves every day of our lives. Finding, looking for that harmony, finding it, and experiencing it to the fullest, that's the journey that we all are going through. So seek it out and, uh, and enjoy both the harmonies and the disharmonies in life. You will find that as, as you seek it out, you attend to harmony, look for it, more of it will come just like everything else. So that's it for this episode. And I hope I'll see you again really, really soon. Thanks for being here. This is More Better Faster. Better Faster.